0: Hello, good morning. This is Rick Pena, and I bring you today's word for October 22nd, 2018. I'm teaching a series entitled Standing on a Word from God, and this is part 39 of the overall series, part 11 of The Life of David. I'm calling this message, When You Are Underestimated. As a believer, God is going to call you to do things that are so big that people are going to underestimate you, and you have to be okay with that because they're looking at you instead of looking at God and you're looking at God instead of looking at yourself and you're not looking at them and you're not looking at your ability you are only relying on God and sometimes people won't understand that and if you're misunderstood or underestimated you have to be okay with that you have to keep your confidence in God so let's go back to the story of uh of David right so so we're going to pick up the story where we left off on Friday we learned that after 40 days of taunting he did this twice a day Goliath came out there he taunted Saul he taunted the entire Israeli army and no one not one soldier came out to fight Goliath and David who was a shepherd watching heart playing teenager he came out there heard what was going on he goes up to the king and says Uh, master to the king. He says, don't give up hope. I am here now. Glory to God. Man, you don't have to be upset. You don't have to have your head down. I'm on the scene. I'm a child of the most high God and I'm here now. I'm ready to go fight this Philistine. And we know that Saul loved David. He loved having David around. He appreciated the fact that David could play that harp, and give him peace, and all of that, uh, uh, but but Saul didn't see him in that light, and honestly, we didn't even know that he could operate on this level, you know, because we kind of picked up the story of David in, in, uh, in 1 Samuel chapter 16, and this right here is in 1 Samuel chapter 17, so we know David by this point as someone who watches for the sheep. We know David by this point, as someone who could play the harp. We know David by this point as someone who got favor with the king and, and was was called to be the king's armor bearer. He was already anointed by the prophet of God to be the king of Israel, and he got favor to get into the palace, and he got favor to be the armor bearer, and all of those things we know, but what we didn't know was that David could fight. What we did not know was that David had exceptional courage and so Saul didn't know it either so Saul looks at David and says hey hey hold on hold on hey come here come here listen boy I love you and everything you're you're cool I like having you around you can play the harp that's amazing but he says this to David you can't go fight this Philistine he looks at him and says you can't do this you can't man you better not tell me what I can't do he says you can't go fight this Philistine you're too young you're too inexperienced and listen Goliath has been fighting all his life. He's been in this business, this fighting business before you were born. This is what the king says to David, right? And David was undeterred. And you got to remember that this is the king speaking. This is not just anybody. This wasn't his brothers hating on him. This was the king of Israel that was saying this to David. And David was undeterred. The king of Israel was basically looking at David and saying, hey, David, come here for a minute. Listen, I love you, son. But Goliath is too big. And you're too small. Goliath has the experience and you don't. And all of that, beyond all of that, Goliath is a grown man who's been fighting longer than you've been living. And, and, and you just can't do it. You're a young man. And he says, you can't do it. Listen, there are people that, that are going to look at you when you're doing what God has called you to do. And they'll say, you can't do that. They will, say, I mean, and they, they will say it without even thinking twice. You can't do that. What are you doing? You're crazy. You shouldn't be doing that. You're going to look foolish. You can't do that. Don't go this way. Listen, you need to lower your expectations. All these things they'll tell you, but you ca- you cannot be moved by them. You must be undeterred. People will tell you what you can't do, but you cannot be phased. David was unfazed. This is what David said. Listen, he was not disrespectful in any way. David said, listen, I understand you don't know this, but I've been a shepherd boy. You know that. Tending my father's sheep. But... When I was out there tending my father's sheep, one time a lion came and tried to mess with the sheep and the lion tried to kill my sheep. And I fought the lion and I fought him with my bare hands and I killed the lion. Guess what? Another time a bear came and a bear tried to eat my sheep and I fought the bear and I fought the bear with my bare hands and I killed the bear. I killed the lion and I killed the bear with my bare hands. And guess what? The same God who delivered me from the teeth of the lion, the same God who delivered me from the claws of the bear is going to deliver me from this uncircumcised Philistine. Glory to God. He was like, you don't understand what I've been through, Mr. King. I know you. I look like a young boy, but you don't know what I've been through. I look like a young boy, but you don't know what I've already experienced with God. The same God that delivered me from the lion, the same God that delivered me from the bear, is going to deliver me from the hand of this uncircumcised philistine. I'ma kill this joke. I'ma chop his head off. And then the king was like, Whoa! He says, Okay, okay. Well, then go. And the Lord be with you. Obviously, I'm gonna deal with this passage. Well, wow, I'm gonna talk about this again tomorrow, but today I'm talking about being underestimated as a child of God. You will go because you're going after God sized projects, you are going to be underestimated. So, what does this mean to you today on this Monday morning as you're seeking to set the tone for the whole week? What does this mean to you? today. I have five things to share with you. I want you to open up your heart now to receive what God is saying. Listen, you could be driving your car. You could be in a slug car right now here in Northern Virginia. You could be on a train. Uh, you could be drinking your cup of coffee in your kitchen. I don't know where you are, but you better get ready to open up your heart to hear what God is saying and get excited uh, for, for, about what God wants to do in your life this week. You ready? Five things. Here we go. Number one, when you walk with God, really walk with God by faith, you will be underestimated. Because God routinely calls you to do things that you cannot do on your own. It's, 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 the, it's the life of faith. He's going to call you to do things that you can't do. So yes, you're going to be underestimated. Because when people uh, uh, make their est- estimation of you, what they're doing is that they are calculating their estimations based on their assessment of your abilities right so they're looking at you uh, your education your experience your background who you know uh, how long you've been doing this stuff and they'll make their calculations based on that they will make their assessment of you based on you but god factored you out when he factored himself in glory to god so god took all your weaknesses and, and what you can and can't do and he was like okay i'm calculating Th- that none of that matters God factored all of that out when he factored himself in. When God factored himself in, that means that now you can do all things because God can do all things. And so so if God God will call you to do things that, that you can't do, but he can do. Right. So so he's calling you to do things uh, uh, that only he can do because he's the one that, that lives in you and he's the one that wants to do it. Now, people won't understand that. And so when. When people look at you, they're not going to be calculating God. They're not going to be making their assessments based on God. They're going to be making their assessments based on you. And so when they look at you and then looking at your power, your ability, your strength, your education, your money, your bank account, you know, how you're rolling, all of that, they'll say what you can and can't do. But see, when, when you look, you're looking at God and God's money and God's power and God's ability and God's strength. And there's nothing he can't do. And so he when he's calling you to do something, you are making your decision based on him. And if people don't understand that and they underestimate you, you have to be OK with that. You just can't be moved. Number two, when you launch out in faith to do what God is calling you to do, that you are clearly incapable of doing. I'm telling you, God will call you to do something that you are clearly incapable incapable of doing. He will send, He will tell you to start a business you don't have money for. He'll tell you to pay off a building that you obviously don't have the money for. I mean, he will call you to do something. He will say, apply for this job, even though the resume clearly says that you need this degree and you don't have it. It's okay. God will send you to do something that you are clearly incapable of doing. And you have to be okay with that because you're going based on God's supernatural grace. And when you do that, you will be misunderstood and you will be underestimated, but don't get a upset about it. Matter of fact, you got to understand, like, look at it from their perspective. Don't get upset. The underestimation is actually warranted, right? Because think about it. You can't do it. Without God, you can't do it. So people are looking at you. Yes. Matter of fact, that's what makes the testimony so great. You're right. I can't do it. You're right. I could never do it. You're right. All of those things are right. But guess what? Me, I can't do it. But with God, by myself, I can't. But Philippians 4 and 13 tells me, with God, I can do all things. So guess what? I'm still going to do it. Even though you tell me I can't, I'm still going to do it. Even though you don't think I could, I'm still going to do it because it's God, the one who lives in me. He's the one giving me the words. He's the one performing the work. So God is going to do it through me. And when God does it through me, God is going to get all the glory because now you know that I'm doing something that I could never do on my own. Therefore, you know it's not me. Therefore, you have to give God the glory. Right. So that's how we're supposed to live. Number three, many things are impossible with man, but all things are possible with God. That's Matthew 19 and 26. All things are possible with God. There's nothing God can't do. And if God is on you and in you and with you and for you and he's calling you to do something, then you go do it regardless of what people say or what they think they might think you're crazy. They're going to talk bad about you. That's okay. You got to be okay with that. You cannot be moved by what people think. You cannot be moved by what people say. You can only be moved by what God is calling you to do. Say amen to that. Number four, I only have five things, so let me hit you with four and five. When you operate in the grace of God, you will routinely do things that are beyond the realm of what is expected of you, right? Uh, routinely, this is going to be the norm for you. You will outperform, you, you, you will, it will be unexpected, and you do this on a regular basis. You will operate beyond your expected performance because God is the one flowing through you. You will have wisdom that exceeds your education because God is the one giving you divine revelation. You will have insight that exceeds your experience because God is the one who's leading you from within, telling you what to do and telling you how to do it. So you will have courage that exceeds your physical ability like David did because your confidence will be rooted and grounded in God's love and perfected love casts out all fear. So fear will not be a factor for you. You will not be afraid of anyone or anything because God is on you. Glory to God. You, have nothing to fear. So don't be surprised. Don't be surprised when people are surprised by what you do. Listen, people are going to be surprised by what you do. They have to be. You know why? Because it's the father living in you. He's the one giving you the words. He's the one performing the work. So when God is actually living through you and God is doing things, you can't be surprised that they're going to be surprised. They got to be surprised because you're doing stuff that you can't do. You know why? Because it's the father living in you. And at that moment, You have an opportunity to take when the spotlight is on you. Holy moly. How did you get that done? The spotlight is on you. Lord have mercy. How did you get that done? The spotlight is on you. You deflect that glory right back to God. You let him know it wasn't me. It was God. God is on me and in me and with me and for me. God is calling me to do things that I could never do on my own. God gives me insight, wisdom, revelation, knowledge, and understanding. God flows through me. I'm telling you, you get the glory to God. Number five and finally, people will be quick to tell you what you can't do. Because they don't know what you've already been through. They, the king said, listen, David, you can't do this thing. You can't fight this giant. Come on, man. I love you and everything. You're cool. You can play the harp. That's all right. But you can't fight. Come here, little boy. You can't fight this giant. And he was like, listen, I, I hear what you're saying, but you don't know what I've been through. I killed the lion. I killed the bear with my bare hands. People see me today and they see your story, but they don't know your glory. They don't know what you already I mean I'm sorry they know your glory but they don't know your story. They don't know what you already been through. They will underestimate you because they don't know the processing that you have already endured to get to the point where you are today. They don't know what you've been through. You got to get to the point where you look look like David and be like no uh 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 uh-uh, this ain't going to happen. I've been through too much. I've seen through too much. God God has put me through too much already. I've seen the hand of God. No, hey, wait a minute. The same God that saw me through this, the same God that saw me through that is going to see me through this thing right here. I've been through too much. I've experienced God. I've already seen. You can't tell me that God can't do it. I've already, I've already experienced. Listen, you can't tell me. You can't convince me that God can't heal. I've seen God heal too many times. God has healed people in my own family. God has healed my own children. You know what I'm saying? No, you you can't tell me God can't heal. You can't tell me that God is not provided. He he he's already provided for me way too many times. So David was like, hold on. You can't tell me that God can't see me through this giant. The same God that delivered me from the lion, the same God that delivered me from the bear is gonna deliver me from the hand of this uncircumcised Philistine. So listen, as a believer, people are gonna look at you and they will underestimate you because they don't know what you've been through. They don't know your story. They don't know your testimony. They don't know what you, you, how much processing you've already endured. They don't know what I went through in Brooklyn. And, and the same God that saw me through Brooklyn, the same God that saw me through Iraq is gonna see me through this thing. You see what I'm saying? They don't know what you've experienced. And so you look back to look forward and you you say, God has brought me too far to fail. I am believing God. I'm a believer and not a doubter. I walk by faith and not by fear. I look back. I get emboldened by what God has already done in my life. I trace myself. I look at the same God that did this and did glory to God that did this and did that. He's going to see me through this situation. And so you look back and you look forward. Your confidence is rooted and grounded in him. And there's nothing that you can do because you're not the one who's doing it. It is the father living in you. He gives you the words and he performs the work. This is how you press forward. You know that you can do all things through Christ who strengthens you. So, yes, you will be underestimated, but that's okay. Keep your focus on God. Let's close this message out with a declaration of faith. I want you to repeat after me in faith from a believing heart. Say this. Say, Father, this is a season of expectation for me. My expectation is based on your love and your commitment towards me. You lead me to do things that I could never do on my own. You lead me into the invisible to perform the impossible. Without you, I cannot. But with you, I can do all things. Nothing is impossible for you. Therefore, nothing is impossible for me. When I launch out to attempt the impossible, I will be misunderstood and underestimated. Now, this will happen because people are looking at me, but I am looking at you. It is you, Father, living in me. You give me the words today and you perform the work today. I declare this by faith in Jesus name. Amen. This is today's word. Please apply this one. If you don't apply this word and prosper. Listen, if you're not getting these messages, go to todaysword.org. There's a subscribe button. Get the messages. They're going to be a blessing to you. This message was too good for you not to share. Share this message on your social media, on your timeline, with your friends. Let's set the tone for the whole week. Let's look to God. Even when you're uh, underestimated and misunderstood, that's okay. You keep your eyes fixed and focused on God. God is going to do it, and he'll get all the glory. God bless you.